Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Souls Outside. Uh, today, we're going to get started talking a little bit about our emotions and how we can move some of that energetic fuel through our bodies. Um, before we welcome on Chelsea Keen, who is a super cool human who teaches Nia dance. Um, so we're going to hear from her and then get some of her tips and, well, learn a little bit about Nia dance. Stay tuned. Welcome to Souls Outside, where we're all about finding the trail to stay true to your path. We do this by inviting featured guests on every show to share with you how you can follow in their soul prints, so you can choose which trail maps you need to continue on your journey. My name is Shannon Pohl, and I'm loving having navigated my own pivot from engineering to now being a master results coach and hypnotherapist, plus a forest guide who loves going getting outside so we can learn from the nature, foster stewardship, and really amplify our successes, our successes by being outside in nature. I'm so excited to have you join our today's episode. Welcome to Souls Outside. All right. Hello, everyone. So today I'm, well, I'm also always super excited about the show. It's just so much fun. Um, and today uh, we're bringing Chelsea Keen on, who is a Nia Dance instructor, um, amongst a couple other cool things. And I won't give away anything about her, about Nia Dance. I'll let her explain it a little bit. However, because we were talking about phys physics, well, it has something to do with physics, fitness, and getting our bodies moving, I thought it would be uh, good to chat a little bit about emotions. Um, because, well... One thing that I find when I talk to a lot of people is that, um, or are in hearing experiences in the workplace, uh, there's always that time when like, ugh, like you really wanted to cry, but you held it back or, or even that you were super excited and, you know, you just kind of felt like you had to hold it in for some reason. So I just wanted to open up this conversation a bit. Um, that first of all, for emotions, all humans, all healthy humans feel all of our emotions. So I know um, things like sadness and anger and frustration get a bad rap. We've judged them as bad emotions, um, which is totally fair. Often those are the ones that have us like turn inwards on ourselves and kind of stall any of our forward motion. However, I will say there's been times when I've been so excited that I'm literally bouncing all over the place and that in a different way also stalls my forward motion because there's so much energy moving through my body because that's what emotion is. It's just energy in motion. So it's things flooding our system, it's energy pouring through us, and it's how we perceive the experiences around us, whatever's happening, um, how we judge them as bad and I will say like a depressive emotion, not depression, just a depressive like um, slowing us down quite obviously, um, or more of an excited um, positive emotion like it's just going and bubbling. Um, for me, there's definitely sometimes I literally have to like bounce it out um, or dance it out, which is um, part of what today is about learning uh, from Chelsea later. So the, here to recap so far, we've got healthy humans feel all of our emotions. So if we were to only ever feel happy emotions, that's actually a type of psychosis. And we want to talk to someone um, in, in more of the traditional psych field about some of those things. Um, and get, just uh, take a little little di dive in on those um, and explore some things um, because we should be able to feel 
the highs and the lows. And with that, the more you can feel the highs does also mean the more you're going to feel those lows. However, the more that you can actually just dive in and embrace that low in the moment, the faster you can get up to the top again and really happy, which I know has been, I mean, I've done a lot of <laughs> emotional work uh, myself in the last few years. I very much came up, I mean, I came up at a, uh, his, not historically, um, my British heritage is in my family. Um, you know, Canadians are well known across the globe for outbridding the Brits with our stiff upper lip, um, keeping things contained and in. And then I went into a predominantly male field in engineering where there's definitely, you know, it's, it's changing, it's evolving, it's amazing. Um, and there's still that thing where as a woman, I better keep my emotions intact or else I might be seen as that, you know, weak female or something. Um, if you're crying just because your emotions are going. Um, which I know on the other side, um, men experience that too. You know, like men don't cry is um, something that's still out there in our society. So let's feel all of our emotions. We're all happy, healthy humans feeling all of our emotions. And for me, it was really freeing when I really learned and embraced and we have by no means the time to super dive into all the details and the physics actually behind it um, today, but it's energy in motion. And so that's where things like dance or going for a walk or just physically moving our bodies in any way is a really great way to, to use that fuel to get it moving and flowing again. So in, uh, so dance um, is a great one. Uh, I know I default to that one usually when I'm excited because I'm like, oh, I want to dance it out. Um, and that's really great. However, even if we're in one of those, if we're in one of, you know, sad, Oh, angry is a really great one to, to get moving in. Um, but if we're sad or kind of in one of those depressive things or apathetic or just like, oh, nothing's going on. If we can get ourselves to, to start moving, going for a walk, um, doing dance, martial arts, a sport, anything where we have to move our body that gets that energy moving and cycling through our body. We're taking that potential energy and changing it into kinetic energy, quite literally. Um, and getting it moving. So that's something I know, I think it was two or three years ago, um, very early on in dabbling in business. And I was like, I was getting nothing done. Like, I was just so like, oh my goodness, what is the point? I got, I got nothing. And I was supposed to be going on a canoe trip uh, with my father. And I remember talking to my then um, accountability partner um, in a business group I was in. And I was like, oh, like, I don't think I can go. Like, there's just so much I'm supposed to be doing. And like, I'm getting nothing done. And she's like, well, if you don't go, are you going to get that stuff done? And I was like, oh, I probably not. Like, I don't know. I'm just in such a funk. And she's like, then go, go do something differently. Physically move your body in a different way. Change up um, what you're physically doing. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And by, you know, there's a lot of other things going on there because um, I got outside, which is huge for me. Um, but I got out there. I you know, moved my arms, paddling a canoe, walked a lot, portaging things, physically moving, doing something different in my routine. And when I came back, well, I, I did more things. I, there was that energy there. Everything was in motion. And so that's something that I just wanted to, to highlight today is that when we're, we're in a funk, um, do something to move. Um, I'll say this is why we start all of our forest bathing experiences walking um, because 
you know, you got to get things moving and then either to get them moving or to let them uh, get out of our system. So that's where, like, if we're really have a hot emotion, like anger or rage or like really intense frustration, uh, moving our body helps dis dissipate some of that energy, getting it out of our systems. So just like any energetic system, do we have to get move and pick it up or do we have to dissipate because we're, we're overloaded? Um, yeah, so that's some of the things like that. Definitely remembering, you know, having, being overloaded with anger energy and being overloaded with excitement energy is the exact same in our physical bodies. Again, it's just how we judge them. So the next time you're bouncy because of any emotion, just think, hmm, do I need to dispel this or do I need to kickstart it and get it moving? Dive into that. So one of those options that I know Chelsea will talk to us about in uh, probably about 10 minutes um, is, is Nia Dance, which I think is a really cool way of blending a few different modalities together uh, to create something new and awesome. So stick around. All right, welcome back everybody. Uh, so today we have with us Chelsea Keen, who is a Nia Dance fitness teacher and a health wellness podcast host and creator, um, which I will say she was instrumental in helping this podcast come to be. Uh, so extra excited that she's uh, joining us today to share some of her wisdom with us. So welcome, Chelsea. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. And so as we like to always get started, we like to ask our guests uh, some of the pivots that they've had in life. And one of your first ones was starting with, with your personal development journey. Can share some of that with us. Yeah, happy to. I mean, I love how we just dive right in. <laughs> right into the real. You can background if you want. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh in terms of pivoting in life, I would say um, yeah, stepping into personal development was definitely a huge thing for me. So um for me, my first course in personal development was um the Landmark Forum, which is a three-day personal growth and development program. And what it really did for me is it catapulted me into a world of possibility. And it was kind of the first time that I saw that I could really create my own life. And, um, you know, it, it was an on, it's, it still is an ongoing journey of, of personal development and, and developing confidence and all of that. Um, but, you know, learning those tools and distinctions is really what gave me the ability to stand for what I do now um, and, and kind of create a different sort of life. So, so yeah, yeah, I would say Very that cool. was a big thing. And it also, you know, gave me the confidence to go travel to Tokyo and do all sorts of trainings. And then that's how I got into Nia and it just kind of like opened up this whole world. So awesome. Yeah. So really was kind of that first thing that well, just like you said, opened up all these possibilities uh, for what you do now, which uh, I know the main thing is that you teach Nia dance. Maybe you can share a little bit about us, a little bit with us about, about what that is. Sounds so Absolutely. Yeah. So Nia is a fusion fitness practice um, and it borrows movements and sensibilities from dance arts, martial arts, and healing arts. So it's really my microphone. <laughs> um, so it really combines, combines quite uh, a lot of disciplines. 
Um, and it's a, it's a barefoot movement practice. So Ooh. how it looks is, um, you know, we're barefoot in our flowy clothes in a, in a fitness context. Um, and we, we step in and we dance to the music and, you know, there's, there's a design choreography, um, and people are also invited to take the movements at their own pace and level. There's level one, level two, level three. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just really fun. And it's, it's, it's designed to, to uplift the body, mind, and spirit. So the first principle of Nia is the joy of movement. Um, and kind of most, one of the most important takeaways from Nia is that it kind of recontextualizes fitness in a way that we're to focus on pleasure rather than pain and also doing things from a space of loving the body rather than fear about what the body looks like to society and, and all of that junk. So, so yeah, it's, it's just that totally recontextualizes everything in a really nice way. Very cool. I know I myself I'm looking forward to one day being able to participate in one of your classes. Um, and I know we'll mention again later um, that everyone listening and watching is welcome to, to join a class complimentary with you to start off um, before yeah. committing to multiple sessions because it's going to be that amazing. Everyone's just going to want to be there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. And I love how it's focused on positivity. Um, and maybe could you share with us a little bit, because I mean, we you started with personal development um, and like now you're doing this, but how did you actually bridge those gaps, like starting on your own journey and, uh, and now actually owning um, a business? Yeah, um, well, it, it's interesting. I wouldn't say I own a business okay. so much as I, you know, I didn't create the, the NIA technique, um, Debbie Rose did. Um, but I do, it is entrepreneurial in that, you know, you know, I have to create the space for my class Mm -hmm. and then invite people and everything like that. Um, but yeah, the podcast is entrepreneurial. Um, I'm sorry, what was your question again? (laughs) (laughs) How did you, how did you, how did you come here? And I totally hear you. I, um, we don't all create the modalities that we offer for people. However, we're we're doing business, but yeah, creating the space and inviting the people in to join us and and, well, just holding that space for them. So just how you got from personal development and starting that journey to, to now doing this. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, actually, um, so I did, did landmark and then that kind of like, um, the seed of adventure was definitely planted mm. in me. So, um, I finished up my master's degree. This feels like a former life, but, um, <laughs> I finished up my master's degree at Ryerson and I was doing film preservation and collections management. So very different from what I'm doing now. And, um, you know, and I've danced my whole life and, and everything like that. I've always been into fitness and health and wellness. Um, but I, I moved to Tokyo after I did Landmark and I taught English for seven months and I, I traveled everywhere. And when I was in Tokyo, I took, um, I took a week off and, I just went to a NIA teacher training in the Philippines. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. I just because. Okay. Yeah, just, just because my aunt had told me about NIA and she said, you would really love it. It's dance. It's, you know, it's movement, it's health, it's wellness. You would love it. Just, just do it. So I was like, oh, I want to do something different. So I did. And, <laughs> um, and then I just really, really liked it. <laughs> 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 and yeah, and and also Nia is also a lot about personal development as well. Mm. 
it's about, you know, we use the term being a, a sacred athlete and being a sacred athlete mm. in life um, and kind of, you know, being a, a conscious person in the world and, and you know, yeah. not only treating our bodies well, but, but treating each other well and, and treating the world kindly. So it's, it's, it encompasses a lot. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love sacred athlete, but that's, that's such a cool blend of two, I will say usually opposing, not necessarily opposing, but very different. Uh, I don't know. When I think sacred and I think athlete, I think two different images. So combining them is a very, very cool integration. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. Cause if you think of like being like a sick, something sacred, um, is devoted to like one person, one purpose, mm -hmm. sorry. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, athlete is someone who's always like, you know, trying to improve and do their best and play the game of life. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's someone who's always trying to be their best in life. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Is one way of describing it. <laughs> we'll have different, different takes on it, but yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Very cool. Um, and I mean, you mentioned how you lived in Tokyo and I know uh, when we were chatting earlier, um, you shared how one of the things you love about travel is being able to take landscape photos um, mm. just, uh, and I mean, hiking, taking pictures of landscapes. Um, just wondered if you could share with us a little bit about, about I mean, that and like your, the connection that nature has with, with your life. Yeah. Um, honestly, like ugh, being in nature is, I know people say this all the time, but it's so true. It's just so healing, like to anywhere you are in the world, um, just going for a walk outside and being amongst trees or if it's amongst the water, it's just so important. Like there's not, there aren't really words that I can use to describe, but like, it's just really, really, uh, replenishing. And I know that, I know that even certain personality types are, find it especially healing to be yeah, outdoors. I think, I think it is for everyone, but yeah, to just get away from the city, experience quietness. It's almost like, you know, and even like if you're have like some sort of mountainous landscape scenery, mm -hmm. it just kind of puts everything into perspective. It's just like, I remember, <laughs> I remember I was in Iceland and I was like doing this four day uh, hike, which was just like totally insane. Um, <laughs> get into that. But we were just like sitting on mountains eating um, chocolate bars and we were just looking at these, uh, these mounds and we were just like, these mounds don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> you know? Nope. It does, none of it all really matters, right? It's just, yeah. it's just all the meaning we created of everything um, and, and all our stress is totally created as well. So, so yeah, it, it just brings me back to that. Center Very cool. Yes, the mountains are going to be around far longer. They have far different concerns than we do. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and I love that you use the word replenishing. I think that's, I just think that's a really good way to phrase it. Um, yeah. So as we are all replenishing ourselves by learning new things today, uh, thank you for joining us. And we'll be back in a moment uh, to hear your three life hacks, which, uh, well, I think everyone can use some life hacks. So everyone else, stay tuned.
All right, welcome back everybody. So we still have Chelsea Keene with us, who is a Nia Dance Fitness teacher and a health wellness podcast host and creator. And today for us following in her soul prints, she's gonna share with us her three life hacks, which I'm fascinated to learn more about. Welcome back, Chelsea. Yes, so my three life hacks are number one, get involved in personal development of any kind, um, you know, different programs, um, speak to different people, different modalities, speak to different people. Uh, mm -hmm. your thing could be meditation. Your thing could be landmark. Your thing could be, you know, even reading a ton of books and starting a book club on personal development. Mm -hmm. But I think whatever it is, um, it's just gotta be a, a conversation in community, connect you to community and also get you committed to something bigger than yourself. I think like, mm -hmm. um, it, I know at one point in my life, I was, I was caught in a bit of a trap of depression just because I, I really wasn't thinking about what I could contribute and what I could serve to other people. I was more just like licking my own wounds kind of thing. <laughs> so yep. yeah. And, and like I said before, you gotta, before you create anything, you've got to heal some shit. <laughs> Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so that would be yeah, my number one thing is get, get your, get involved in personal development of some um, kind that could even be therapy for some people, you know, whatever it is, just a conversation for something else and a conversation for, for possibility. Um, yeah. And then my second thing is yeah. to get involved in um, some type of exercise that brings you joy. And I think it's really, really important that we do something that brings us joy instead of, you know, if you hate, if you hate running on the treadmill, don't do it. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to work long-term, you know, and some people love running on the treadmill and that's great. But, uh, you know, just finding that thing that really brings you joy and it brings you to a centered place where you feel good in your body and you feel proud of what you've done and you know you maybe meet some like people minded along the way um, but again it's that it's that recontextualizing everything to be coming from a place of fun love and joy as opposed to if I don't run on this treadmill for 20 minutes every night I will be a bad human <laughs> Yeah. 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 I think so many people find themselves in that trap. I love that you're highlighting the joy. The joy. Element. Something that brings you joy. Enjoy this process. Yes. And yes. Joy is key. Joy is key. Um, and even, I don't know if this is fully related, but I just remember, I just remember someone telling me that even when you're eating something, what you're thinking about and how you're, how you're, um, thinking about this food, like, oh, you know, even if you're eating dessert, but you're thinking about this, like, wow, this is like, I'm treating myself right now. I'm having a good time. Like, this is fun. You know, that will affect the way your body even processes the food. Um, really? you know, just, just the way that we contextualize everything impacts, impacts us. I don't know how scientifically yeah. true that is, but I choose to believe. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. And then my third hack, let me just look at my own notes because of course in the moment I am, oh yeah. <laughs> um, so my third hack is to read the book, The Artist's Way. 
um, which changed my life because it's, it's a program for um, unraveling your creativity. I'm sure a lot, lots of people already know about it, um, but it's, it's a program for unblocking and unraveling your creativity and really, really owning your creativity as well as allowing yourself to be a beginner at something. And in, in the book, what really changed my life was doing morning pages. So stream of consciousness writing every morning, three pages a day, um, and really just, just seeing what's there, what comes out. And that's actually what had me create a podcast. Um, yeah, it's, it's where I birthed the idea and then some other things happened that really catapulted it. But, uh, yeah, just such a fantastic practice to, to connect with yourself and, and figure out kind of like what it is that you, to be listening to yourself. So you know what it is you actually want to create. Right. And you're like Mm -hmm. blocking out the noise. It's just you. Um, and then another practice in the artist way is that every week, you're supposed to do an artist date, which is setting aside time for yourself every week to do something, either like some sort of self-care practice or some sort of little adventure, like something that's just for you. Um, and just just doing that, just taking those little chunks of time like once a week to do something for yourself is replenishing and just has led to so many uh, funny, weird opportunities and really just kind of like makes life sparkle a little bit more. Um, yeah, super, just, just so much fun with that. And then I, and then I would also say that if you don't have space in your life to journal, or if you don't have space in your life to set aside an hour to do something just for yourself once a week, then maybe there's something to look at there in terms of like, priorities and and Mm -hmm. what matters to you right very cool I love those hacks and you're right like we can't find at least an hour a week for ourselves we need to be looking at some other other things that are going on because we are with ourselves all day every day we need to give ourselves our time to be us yeah Um, absolutely I mean, I'm now very curious to know about some of the weird adventures you've gotten up to um, with I'm happy taking to time for yourself. <laughs> I'm super happy to share that. Uh, <laughs> that might be round two or maybe uh, by people checking out your podcast, they'll hear some of those stories because um, I feel like it would fill multiple episodes with all of those adventures. Uh, based on that. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing your, your life hacks. Um, yeah, kind of open up to yourself explore those possibilities, bring joy into them. And uh, yeah, and time for ourselves, just so, so important. Um, and I guess, especially with finding something that brings you joy, again, we've, we talked uh, a bit, fair bit in the last section about Nia Dance and, and what you teach. Um, and maybe if you can just share with people a little bit about how they could connect with you to check that out and see if that's the modality that will bring them joy and movement. Yes. Um, so you can contact me on uh, Instagram. I'm at Nia underscore teach underscore Toronto and Nia is N-I-A. Um, and you can also just shoot me an email at Nia with Chelsea at gmail.com and Chelsea, I'll just, I'll just spell out the whole thing. N-I-A with W-I-T-H Chelsea C-H-E-L-S-E-A 
at gmail.com and shoot me an email and I'm happy to compliment you a class. Um, you can try it out and see if it's for you. Perfect. Well, I hope everyone will join us on one of those classes currently online and back in studio when we can all do that again. Um, thank you, Chelsea, for, for joining us today, sharing your words of wisdom and uh, both yourself and everyone else. I hope you have wonderful rest of your days. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Souls Outside, and we hope you enjoyed walking in our featured guest, Soul Prince, as much as we did. As always, we like to wrap up each episode with our extreme gratitude and appreciation for our founding sponsors, who quite literally made it possible for Souls Outside to become a reality. First off, special thanks goes to Eche Savas and her company Palindrome Design for the amazing cover art and noting that their sponsorship comes in support of their passion project, Self Build Sustainable. We'd also like to thank Chuck Henry for his amazing music, original music, that is featured throughout the episode. And of course, Elise Cannon, our amazing editor, who quite literally made it possible for any of these episodes to see the light of day. They probably would still be on a hard drive on my computer without her expertise, skill, and passion for editing. So we thank them so, so, so much. And until next time, we hope you enjoy your journey and continue following in the soul prints of those who have gone before. Hey, one last thing before you go. If you wish you could talk about this episode with myself, our featured guests, or other like-minded individuals like yourself, uh, join us on Facebook or LinkedIn in our Souls Outside Facebook and LinkedIn groups. On Facebook, we do watch parties, uh, both with awesome conversations about what we talked about and are able to answer your questions on how you can go even further on your soul print journey. See you there.